0: One, two, three, four, just another day at my dead end profession. I've lived day to day. Yeah, listen to some good old country records on the radio. Yeah, what else can I say? Oh, that's oh, oh, oh. ours passing by. Welcome back to the program. I'm Ryan Shores. Joining me remotely from his apartment in Pacific Beach, Mr. Dave Callens. Hello. And from his underground bunker in Utah, probably Mr. Robert Timothy.
1: I prefer to stay anonymous. <laughs> but also, woohoo!
2: <laughs> yeah, he's like in a secret villain lair, super villain, something, volcano, maybe, who knows?
0: I I, I I I feel like Robert Timothy has a submarine we don't know about. Dude. <laughs> I'm telling
1: you, my most exciting thing is that I, I will eventually build a house with my wife, and the land that we bought on it is prime for hidden bunkers. Like, I'm talking <laughs> in the double digits of hidden bunkers will be on this premises by the time I finally croak.
2: You say that as if we didn't think that was one of the main selling points.
0: I I, I just <laughs> yeah. assumed the whole thing would be a bunker, but uh, yeah. yeah, okay. Can't let them know where it is, Ryan. jumping jumping right in here um i made a promise to myself that i for the most part kept back in like the spring of this year which is that i would not dedicate a large any more of my time to arguing with trolls online okay
2: like there was there was getting. god bless you dude it's fucking hard to not do that
0: (laughs) it really is
1: it really is um but uh and it's kind of a fun pastime too, because like it's, it, I I don't like I don't get mad at them, but I do think it's funny to like paint them into a corner and then watch them just like flee away. Like it's it is, there is some joy you have to take in like, punking a troll.
2: Right, absolutely. But you get caught up in it, and it can really be a drag on your time.
1: Yes, it has to. It has. It's it's definitely a toll on your psyche, and you have to do it sparingly. It's like hard drugs. Like <laughs> if you're doing it more than like once a month if you're spending like if there's more than one saturday morning that you spend angry in bed because of it then you're doing Yeah, something that's wrong.
2: why i can't try heroin cuz i spend way too much time on these fucking trolls i can't <laughs> not do it i'm like yes. okay hard drugs is <laughs> not for me
0: if you if you if you do it more than 3 days in a row you're developing a problem <laughs> yeah. that's that's my that's my go to with both things yeah, uh, it was my wife that pointed it out to me. She like she'd see me like she she'd know what was going on. Like I'd have my phone, I'd be pacing from room to room. She could see my body language, and it was happening more and more and more. Um, and so uh, she she recommended like reach out to your mentor. My my, my mentor is a, a comic named Adam Sank out of New York, and he's been friends for a decade. And when I, when when, when comedy related issues come up that I don't have an answer for, I call him, and he. Smart. He's a mature guy, you know, uh, he's in his 40s, you know, and I look up to him and, and, and also he's been, you know, he's had an online uh, following since before I was even a comedian. So he, he's able to answer some of these things. I call him up and I'm, and I'm like, you know, I'm I, I, these guys, I, I, I can't help myself all of a sudden, like, uh I'm, I'm like screaming from the other room like i fucking know this guy he fucking dropped out of high school he he never got his ged he's, he's over here telling people he's a doctor absolutely not it's fucking ridiculous uh you know i, I just couldn't help myself and uh, i'm like what do you what do you do man he's like listen hey man block and move on just block and move on uh you're never gonna change their mind and all you're going to get out of it is burnt up time and a nasty adrenaline rush, you know, and, and he's Anna right. And blocked Ryan after that advice. <laughs> uh, so I blocked him. I'm like, fuck you. Uh, no, so um, I, uh, I'm i like, you know, he's right and I am dedicating too much of my time uh, and, and, and even like in posting screenshots so that other people can go after this fucking asshole. So, you know, I've, I've said to myself, alright, let's not dedicate any more blood, high blood pressure to these people. And for the most part, I have kept that promise, you know, save for one or two things where I just couldn't take it anymore and it's a guy I knew personally. But uh, one exception is if someone goes after my wife Erin a, in a way that I find is harassing and repugnant, absolutely not. That guy's getting the full treatment, right? And I think that's a, a good allowance to give myself. Also, though I I I do know when a guy just wants a reaction, and that guy just needs to be blocked and you know ignored.
1: Yeah, well, I was gonna say now for most people that would be then uh, a, a pretty limiting factor. However, your wife has a, a large online presence, so that does still allow you to go into beef with trolls at least eight times yeah, a yes, day. Yes, yes, and so I don't know
0: that you've limited yourself as much as you might. Now think. he's got a whole new problem. Yeah. So, but again, you know, there's there's different degrees of the kind of harassment that she takes. Now, if it's a guy that's like, I want to come on your feet, like you block that guy. You know, that's uh, that, that that there's no there's no need to even go after that creep. Or you direct him to her
2: OnlyFans account. Huh?
0: Exactly. Yes. Now that she has an OnlyFans, we're getting a lot less of those DMs. <laughs> then, there, like I said, there are some people that just want to call her a nasty name to see if they can get a rise out of her. Or me, or both, or other people, and if, if that's from an account that looks like fake or something like that, or you know has not very many friends, no pictures, I'm like this is just this is just a troll that's that's working under anonymity. Am- no need to go after that guy. Block now. Go ahead and make and uh, spend another half hour making another fake profile, idiot. But if it's someone who's clearly operating under their own name and are clearly just operating from a sense of like, oh, I'm gonna take this bitch down then uh, I'm gonna go after him a little bit usually. So this, such a thing happened the other day. I think you guys were watching along as it happened. Let me set the scene for you. Uh, it was a weeknight and Aaron had already volunteered me to cook dinner for a bunch of people at our house, all right, uh, which I fucking hate. You know, I, I like to cook, but I do not like to be volunteered for other people You know, without my consent. Oh my god, Dave, do you understand what's about to happen? This is going to come
1: full circle, and Ryan's going to tell the story, and the troll... Is gonna turn out to be Ryan. It's <laughs> like a Tyler Durden thing. He's gonna be like, "This, this bitch made me cook dinner for everybody." Let me tell you about her. And then Ryan comes to her
0: defense the whole time. So, so, um, uh, so I'm already a little annoyed. And not only did she volunteer me to cook dinner, she volunteered me to smoke chicken for everyone, which is the longest fucking way to prepare something. So, and she, to be fair to her, she when I smoke just two chicken breasts for her and I it takes about an hour. But for six fucking people, it takes three hours and it's a weeknight. And so fast forward, I'm sitting on my porch next to my smoker, watching the meat, not to the temperature I need it. It's nine o'clock at night. I'm fucking hungry. I had a long day. I'm already a little upset. And so I don't know what's going on at the time. Everyone else is inside the house. And all of a sudden, my friend Carlos comes running out and goes, oh man, can you believe this guy coming after your wife like that? I'm like, what
2: did you say? So... Given I'm already hangry and annoyed, I go and I take a look-see. It was one of the dinner guests. He's like, can you believe they invited us over for dinner and it's not ready yet? <laughs> so I, 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 I let's just
0: pretend she said something about Black Lives Matter in a good way. Uh, this creep just goes right after her, say, hitting all the incel topics. You're a gross, ugly whore. You have an OnlyFans. That makes you a bad person. All the all the hits, all right? Yeah. I take a look at this guy. He's, he's some sort of a wannabe rocker from, that lives in L.A. And it's, it's, it's just normal fare at this point. I'm like, all right, this, is, this, is a, this guy's a dime a dozen. I'm going to put him on blast. People are going to make fun of how ugly he is, and then we're going to call it a night. little bit of a turn it took. Uh, the minute I, I, I kind of posted him on my page, like, look at this guy coming after my fucking wife and calling her ugly when he looks like this. The guy, and the guy was disgusting. A bunch of people knew who he was. Because he's someone who's been trying to uh, be a rock star for a little while, he's well known in the music scene in uh, in LA, but not in a good way. The first thing that comes out about him is like what, like a, his track record of being just a horrendous human. He's a trust fund kid that his dad pays for him, basically pays for him to live in a rock star fantasy camp, you know, pays for all his recordings, pays for his apartment, pays for him to go on tour where he makes no money at his show, you know, things like that. Uh, I'm like, all right, that's funny. I'm going to make fun of him for that. And then someone... Oh, Ryan, hold on. Can I interrupt yeah. you for a second? Here, Here is also a confusing yeah. part of this. So this guy
1: is apparently a wannabe rock star in the rock star life. Have you ever seen like a, a rock star clutching their pearls and being like, "Only fans, you must be a
0: strumpet!" <laughs> <laughs> right, right. More and more stories come out about him. Like, yeah, this here's uh, here's a video of him having a meltdown and attacking his guitar player. I'm like, oh, that's good stuff too. I can't believe this guy's like a fucking nice
2: ripe onion. And He's then, accusing the guitar player of having only fans. <laughs> <laughs> you showing pictures of your feet. <laughs> So then, finally, the
0: coup de grace comes around. Someone goes, um, he's a pedophile. And now, I understand that we're living in a time of Epstein and QAnon where everybody is accusing everybody of being a pedophile and everyone I don't like is a pedophile. Uh, But when this person said it, it came with a news article. Wait, now are you saying pedophile like he
1: got caught with child porn or like sexual assault or like a a child sexual assault? I mean, this
0: man traveled to meet who he thought was a 14 year old, but turned out to be an undercover cop. Okay, yeah, so he's a sexual abuser. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, what's the difference? Well, I mean, not that it's okay,
1: but you could grab a pedophile and they could just have a bunch of like kitty porn on their computer but not actually be like, you know, molesting children uh-huh. or you can get somebody who is actually harming children directly and that is not that the child porn doesn't, but but in a more hands-on
0: way yeah, and this that guy's person taking is much the Ted more dangerous. Nugent approach. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's traveling with the means to have sex with a child. He's trying to have sex with a child. That guy is way more dangerous. Yes, he is actively trying to traumatize someone for sexual gratification. So anyways, he gets caught because, like I said, it was an undercover cop he was talking to. He's, it's dead to rights. It wasn't like, uh, uh I didn't know. First of all, I got to say this. When a dude that's my age or older says, I didn't know, I thought she was 18 Here's what I immediately think about. When I go uh, and drive past San Diego State University, uh, everyone there, I know every one of those girls is between 18 and 23. I know it for a fact. They're college age, and they all look 12 years old to me. Every single last one of them. So when a dude my age says, I thought she was 18, I'm still not impressed. (laughs) Yeah, unless it's Dave.
1: but. (laughs) Uh, No, uh, Dave is more tasteful. He goes for a a ripe old -old. 24-year-old. But that's the other thing is when they're like, hey, I thought she was 18. I'm still like, bro, that's still not okay. Like, why are you you skimming the limit there? Like, even if we were to believe you, which we don't believe you, clearly you got some other intentions when you're like, how low can I go in this limbo of... Going against the law, you know? Yeah,
0: I, I forget which comedian said it. I think it might have been Byron Allen, but he, he said, if you're into porn that's, uh, that's titled barely legal, that means you're almost a pedophile. Alonzo <laughs> <a> Botton, yeah. Alonzo <laughs> Botton, great job. Alonzo Botton, yeah. And oh, by the way, th- that story just keeps getting better and better. Like, like his public apology was that it was a, this, this non apology, which was uh, uh, this was a victimless crime because the 14 year old I was trying to fuck turned out to be a grown adult. That was his defense. Like I didn't do anything wrong. That was a grown adult. I was having that sexual. Well, it turned out. Yeah, you didn't know that though.
1: Isn't it great when somebody who can't like take accountability for their actions presents you their side of the argument, and you're like, bro, does that make
2: sense to you? Like, <laughs> like to, well, hold on, slow up, slow up, and pretend I'm saying this to you. Now, now, does this still make sense? Hey, it's a victimless crime. The police stopped me. You're <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, I've I've heard people like literally
0: try and make the argument like you don't understand. I didn't think I'd be caught. Like, yeah. <laughs> look, I, I know, his uh, his rich dad stepped in and hired him a huge a, a high priced attorney that got him no jail time. They got rehab instead. They said, oh, this was due to a drug problem, but he still had to go on the registry. Anywho. I find this as he 's actively like trying to harass and troll my wife uh, and me he 's uh, again with all the classics you 're a cuck you let you let uh, guys fuck your wife right in front of you and by the way i don 't think i 've said this on the show yet. you know what 's funny about the the insult cuck uh it's the only insult that really can't bother anyone because it's either not true or if you are actually talking to a cuck they like being called that so (laughs) if if you call someone a cuck who is a cuck they're gonna go oh yes daddy like no you understand (laughs) i'm saying that you let you let black guys have sex with your wife oh god are they big and strong and better than me oh like (laughs) stop it. uh anyway he's doing all that and as he's calling me a cuck (laughs) ha ha I just send him the news article of him being busted for uh, trying to have sex with the kid. I'm like, is this you? <laughs> now he first goes uh, starts. Wait, oh, off...
2: did you post that publicly or did you send it as a message? No, I, I posted it. I, I responded to one of his insults with okay, it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I was just, I was hoping that was the case. Yeah, I'm uh, like, oh, like, uh,
1: oh. Uh, uh... <laughs> Couldn't have ma- I didn't actually get to see this online, so I'm, I'm hearing this story for the first time. But I love the idea that he insults you and you just respond. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: with a news article of him being busted for pedophilia. Oh,
1: what is it? What do you come back? How do you
0: come back from that? That's the
1: ultimate. That is the Roy Jones Jr.
0: lead left hook instant knockout. Like, what do you do? I, well, right. i glad
2: you asked, Bobby.
0: I'm glad. I'm so happy you asked. He first responded with, that's not me. He tried to insinuate it wasn't him, because uh, I spelled his name wrong when I asked him if this was him. He's like, well, check the spelling of my name. He goes by a rock star alias, but sure. uh, but I mean, his name... So anyway, I took a screenshot of the article with his picture front and center in his mugshot. I'm like, it's not you. This looks like you. And he's like, and then, uh-huh. then he shifted. Th- those charges were dropped. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and look, so,
1: look what i mean look he's gone from one defense to the other without even acknowledging that okay i was just i was lying i was lying there i don't know why i did that like yeah. he's just gone from that wasn't me too that that's definitely you too
0: all right but yeah that's those, those charges got dropped yeah and then i i respond with another news article like no they didn't <laughs> I'm like, is this in this article it says you you had to plead guilty to avoid jail time he's like he goes hey I was talking to an adult that whole time I'm like yeah I was an undercover officer but she told you she was 14 and so uh, he starts re- he reverts back to just being uh, just saying things about my wife I'm like uh, um, uh, he's like you, you you let you let a bunch of guys have sex with your wife and then you and then and then you go down on her and I'm, uh, I'm like do you have a news article proving I did that <laughs> I mean, if I do that disgusting uh, sexual thing you're talking about, just send me the link where you can prove it. Oh my god! Am I am I on a registry for doing that? I'm just. Um, and so, uh, he. He's like, am I not allowed within a certain distance of schools and parks because of that? <laughs> am I never allowed in a Chuck E. Cheese ever again? <laughs> Uh, so he just goes. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm not dealing with your lies. I'm like lies. And, and so, anyways, he just stops talking to me. And I'm like. I'm like. I'm willing to leave it there. But then he starts sending my wife DMs. So I'm like, okay. So I went to his Facebook page, and I commented on every picture, every post, everything, uh, uh, every cover photo with just the article to him being busted for pedophilia. Every single one. I mean, sure, he can go back and delete them, but it's going to take a while. Someone's going to
2: see it.
1: And it'll be notified. Everybody will be like, why am I getting 100 notifications on this? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Even before, I mean, I'm sure he'll turn those off, but like before he notices that, every time Ryan does that. <laughs> So,
0: anyways, uh, obvious, so obviously he blocked me and blocked Aaron. This That's is a, so good. It's a minor detail. He, like, he made some post uh, like, after blocking us. Like, yeah, I just schooled some pussy-cocked libtards. Aaron logged into her other Facebook account and went, no, you didn't. You blocked us like a pussy. And, uh, yeah. and then posted the, the article again. Nice. <laughs> posted a link to his <laughs> Megan's Law registry. And so, oh. anyway, he, like, contacts oh. her and goes, I'm not a pussy. And then blocked her. Uh, <laughs> I swear to god, that's what he did. Uh, I that's still have the screenshot. He goes, like, no pussy, and then you you'll see, you cannot respond to this. Oh my gosh. So anyways. Like, that's like a five foot one dude screaming at you, I'm tall as fuck. Yes, <laughs> yes. So, uh, so anyways, I guess pretty much his initial bust, except for the few people that shared it with me, flew largely under the radar. But then I decided to post it, and guess what? People noticed now. So he's had to turn off the uh, his, the ability to comment on any of his social media. What happened? Oh, he he just started getting inundated with hundreds of DMs and uh, comments. So, like I said, you can block me, but you can't block everybody. Wow. <laughs> so uh, anyway, people were telling me, like showing me screenshots where he's he's now done the other tactic of. Oh uh, gee whiz, everyone! I'm all about love and light. I—that's uh, th- the—that's the, that's the uh, oh, term God. he used. Uh, let me go
1: Whoa. ahead and just read you. After, after are those? Question: Are those the name of two kids?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: let me just go ahead and read you. And this—this this is days, days after uh, this guy is, just gets nonstop hate mail for people like. Oh my God, you, you went and harassed a lady and then... Uh, it, like It was not lost on everyone that I would never know who this dickhead is if he hadn't started harassing my wife and calling her wow. terrible names. But uh, here here's his public response after days of people just lighting him up. Some people, if you put out negative energy, what should one expect to get back? How ironic. He's trying to talk not that man. about other people, but that's exactly why he's in this predicament. Because by the way, that article was from like four or five years prior to now. I enjoy free press just as much as the next, but grow up, look past your nose. If you're Oh, f- but not too much. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing over 15, please. Uh, think for yourself, read between the lines. And if these people are so perfect talking about me and Aaron in their own minds, it's strange to point out flaws or spread misnomers <laughs> about another human being. No one. I don't care who you are. Is perfect. Yeah. I also don't fuck kids. I I, I may not be perfect, but I don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the modified version of the meatloaf song. <laughs> <laughs> I may not be perfect, but I don't fuck kids. Oh man, I'm gonna get some weird fucking looks from my neighbors. Um. Anyways, no one. I don't care who you are. Is perfect and should learn not to throw stones from their glass houses. Ban. Again, so ironic. I would have never known who this guy was if he didn't just start calling my wife a fat whore for no reason (laughs) on the internet.
1: Mm -hmm. By the way, I like how he's like, there's no need for you to point out flaws. And it's like, bro, the state of California literally had to make a website to point out your flaws for everybody's (laughs) safety.
0: (laughs) Uh, And he continues to say, love and light, I wish all of you well, even if you don't care about me, I wish the world peace and happiness. And I, I know my truth. I know it, too. It's in a fucking news article. And I, and, I, and I know my goals. Your goal was to cross straight lines to have sex with a child. Blah, blah, blah. Love and light. He says love and light like 10 more times. I'm not going to bother with it. I have never gotten like just a, a cheat code to take down a fucking troll as well as that. And you know what's great about it, what's very fascinating about this guy is is clearly his ego means everything to him, and his vanity means everything to him. Because the more I learned about this guy over the next couple of days, because a bunch of people were reaching out to me like, look at this other thing I found out about him. Uh, that's what I found out that he's a trust fund kid. That What the fuck else are you going to find out? Like, does is, is somebody have a picture of him dressed like
1: an evil villain from the 1920s with a curly mustache tying a woman to the train tracks?
0: <laughs> like, what the fuck else is there? Uh, not, not nothing that would surpass that, but just more proof that he's an all-around garbage individual. You know, uh, the thing that I found most fascinating about him, because people are sending me screenshots of arguments that he, that he gets in with everybody, and he's very hung up on uh, making himself appear like a rock star who's already successful. Not up and coming, not just a little more successful than he is, someone who's already at, you know, Metallica's level, you know? And, and I found that to be very interesting, but I, I, he's far from the pers- person that does this. Like, I, I, when people were showing me stuff he was doing, he was, like, he was saying things like, I make 40000 per show. I, pay, I play to hundreds of th- thousands of people every night. And like all all this stuff that's demonstrably false. And I understand the whole thing of fake it till you make it, you know? That's actually, yeah. you know, effective to a certain degree,
1: you know? Sure, th- we've all taken pictures from the stage where we conveniently make the audience look a lot more
0: full than it is. <laughs> sure. I, I, especially when you're first starting out, you know, we've all yes. done the thing where, like, where you go, I am embarking on my first major U.S. tour and not mentioning that's two dive bars in, yes. in Arizona. You know, Exactly. So anyway, stuff like that. But this guy is just obtuse. Like, I've I played for 40,000 people. I make uh, thousands per show. People pay a hundred bucks a head just to meet me. And the thing is, he's not just saying it to average shows. He's saying it to other musicians that know better. Like, even the claims he was making as not a musician, I'm like, you don't make that much. The the venue would lose that much money every single night. (laughs) Right. Um, So, what I was going to ask you, uh, because like I said, this is not, to to this guy's credit, he's not the first person I've seen do that. What are some times you guys have seen some other comics online clearly bullshitting trying to make themselves bigger than they are but like to a huge degree
2: dude the list for comics is almost endless like there's so many things that come to us. Like the classic one is they go pay to see like uh, Bill Burr or some headliner and take a picture afterwards and act like they're best friends. Yeah. So that they perform with them but like, hey, it's my buddy, Bill, let me yeah, on stage. They, blah, they blah, will,
0: blah. They'll, at very least, they'll do something to leave some some uh, some deniability if they're ever called out. One guy, one guy didn't, I forget his name, he was like an open micer. This is like a Kaboo or something. It was like a, a crazy lineup with Bill Burr, Patton Oswald, like all like the A-lister com- comedians. And he clearly stood in line and waited for a picture. And they smiled, took a picture. And then he captured it, like, always a pleasure doing a show with these gentlemen. Oh, my God. And I, I, I couldn't help myself. I'm like, hey, how come you're the only guy in the lineup that didn't get a security laminate? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and then you know he deleted that and blocked me he probably
1: um, had to right he probably had to sign that and give it to one of the fans as like a, a souvenir when he ran out of <laughs> yeah, like right? a, a picture he, he ran out of 8 by 10 so they only make 100 at a time yeah right
0: <laughs> he, he gave it to some girl that was crying that said your comedy saved me <laughs> yeah so uh, another one oh I love this one here's what's great about it they do this to impress the yokels back in bumfuck nowhere town that they there from and who gives a shit USA, but then they forget that other comedians are following them that they know better. So when yeah. they do these kind of posts, like the girl that said no to him in in, in fucking uh, Redneck Falls, Iowa, is like, "Oh my God, I'm so, I'm I'm so proud of you that you, you're making our hometown look good." But then like five like a hundred comics are like, "You're a fucking liar." But uh, my favorite one, this guy took a very smug photo in front of the NBC building downtown and captured like very excited thing very exciting things happening today. I couldn't help myself either. I'm like, that's the local news affiliate, you fucking idiot
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: they, don't, they don't negotiate sitcoms there.
1: Oh, well, maybe he saw somebody rescue a dog from a canal. You don't know?
0: <laughs> I commented I'm like, yeah, I'm like that's awesome, man hey, take a picture from past the security desk. <laughs> Show us what that shit looks like.
2: Not a lot, bro. Can't do it. <laughs> there's so many comic ones. I want to know what archaeologists do. What's the archaeology uh, equivalent, Bobby? Like, they pick up a, a plastic tomahawk they bought at Toys R Us. Like, hey, look <laughs> what I found on the dig today.
1: No, there's a lot of... when you. I'll tell you this. So, like, it's similar to you work your way up in any job, just like you do in comedy from open mic and on up. You work your way on up from the lowest level, which is a field tech, and you work your way up through. Some people never—like, they, they've done a field tech job, or maybe they, they've done a few field tech jobs or something, but they'll be, like, 30 and have done this kind of basic work a few times in their lives, and then they'll claim to be an archaeologist or something. And you're like, ah, you're a— it would be like somebody doing four open mics and then telling everybody they were a comedian. Like four open mics over the past ten years, and then they're telling everybody they're, they're a comedian. They're a working and comic, right. right. Bobby's yeah. over
2: here like, you don't even have a hat and a whip yet. You are <laughs> not
1: Yeah, I was outrageous. like, motherfucker, where's your little Asian boy slave? Like? Come on, you're
0: not even trying out here. <laughs> oh, uh, don't, don't don't say those words around that dude that we were talking about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he just—he starts reaching into a bag, and somebody goes, "No, Bill, no." <laughs> yeah, no, but I did—I did have this for a comedy thing because when we first started out, it was hard to get time, and so me and my buddy Damien, as we were starting, we made our own open mic so we could get time and and do it a lot, and uh, it was called the Kumite. And it was a rinky dink open mic. It was mostly comics most of the time. Occasionally we got some
2: audience and we loved it when we did. Wow. But it was like. Way to take away my victory on the Kumite, that's Bobby. Thank so, you so much.
1: The Kumite worked as a championship, much like a Kumite in Bloodsport. And you would each each night there would be one winner out of the 12 comedians we allowed on stage. And then every, those winners would then fight each other at the end of the year, or at the end of the season, to be the ultimate champion. And Dave was the ultimate champion of what? Was that round two or three?
2: Third, I think.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, regardless, it was mostly comics. There were some audience members sometimes. It was a fun thing, but it was absolutely nothing anybody should ever brag about. At some point, I get contacted, which happened all the time from somebody who's coming in from out of town. And if you run an open mic, they'll be like, "Hey, I'm a comedian. I'm coming by. Can I do some time there?" Sure. And it's always fun because if they have friends in town, they'll bring them, and, right. the, and so, so it's, it's like a win-win thing. And so I was like, "Yeah, yeah, totally." Just so you know, I want to I want to let you know ahead of time. It, it's mostly comics. Uh, five to. At most, you know, twenty-five audience members, if you're lucky, and uh, you know, don't expect much. He's like, no, 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 totally cool. He starts tagging Kumate and and like posting at his hometown. I'm gonna be headlining this thing, <sighs> and I was like, there's no headliner. Everybody gets three minutes. It's a contest, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to fuck with him, so he just kept putting that. And then when he showed up, he showed up and. He had sent me like this resume to be like, hey, can I do your open mic? I was like, bro, it's an open mic. If you if you wanna come, just come. Like, do you know what you an open mic is? <laughs> open. Yeah, I was like, you don't need, you don't need to send me your resume. But I was expecting this guy to just come blow us off the stage and stuff. He came up and no joke. It was set up, missed setup, the setup for his closer, punchline from the first joke, and then done. It was the most
2: bizarre,
1: nothing made sense. Wait a second, you left that
2: guy headline? What the <laughs> fuck?
1: <laughs> and then he took a picture of uh, from the stage of the Kumite. And if you guys have ever been to the Ken Club where the Kumite held, there are these lights that come down, and when they get turned on, they, they blind you from the stage. So all you can see is kind of nothing, nothing out, out yeah. past. Yeah, you see the first row. He took a picture from the thing and posted it on his Facebook page. I just headlined that gig and he digitized people in the glare of the background. <laughs> he took that photo home. I'm not talking about, like, he, like, put an app or something, and this was also, like, what, I don't know, seven years ago. He, he took that home, downloaded that on a computer, pulled up Photoshop, digitized an audience into the glare of the lights of that <laughs> picture that was huge, by the way, like, like, from the Balboa Theater, huge, because you can't tell from the stage perspective, <laughs> and then put that up online. I mean, I should be happy he made the show <laughs> seem way better, right? But, like... But seeing it, from I was my like, "Can I use that?" <laughs> I know. Seeing it from my perspective, I was like, "Bro, we were all there. Like, oh you, you know, we see this. Why right? would you? Was, why like, would you tag me in it? Like, uh, if anything, you should why change. Why would you tag my? Yeah, he didn't necessarily tag me, but he tagged my my event in it, And I'm like, why would you tag the event? Because everybody who was there knows that didn't happen.
0: <laughs> yeah. If anything, I'd change my privacy controls to make sure you didn't see it. I see. You're a loose end. Make up a name for a different venue or something. yeah, dude. I, I think the the uh, the worst one I ever did was I was booked to uh, open for a big name. and of of course, that club sold out all weekend for that name that i was i was I was featuring for. but on my Facebook, I was like, I, Just sold out another night at the club, conveniently (laughs) just meant leaving out that, uh, oh yeah, uh, I'm also just lucky to be here for this huge name that actually sold all the tickets. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Speaking of uh, gross things, by the way, uh, we'll just just make this an all creeps episode. (laughs) Woohoo! Something something pretty disturbing happened. You guys know, I told you privately, uh, listeners, prepare to vomit. Again. Again. So, as some of you know, my my wife Erin was raised in Alabama. There are s- uh, some stereotypes about Southern people that I have always just assumed were just just ugly, untrue stereotypes. Uh, the banjo abilities. The banjo yeah. abilities, the moonshine thing, the no yeah. teeth, and uh, my favorite uh, nomenclature: cousin fuckers, okay? Yeah. Buckle up. Uh, so anyways, Erin shared the early in our relationship uh, when she was sent back to live in Alabama. She was born here in California, sent as a child to live there until she joined the army to get the fuck out of there. While she was there, she had a cousin, not cousin by marriage, not once removed her second cousin. Her mom and this one of this guy's parents were siblings. He had a cousin that was actively trying to pursue a sexual relationship with her. Like, for years. For years. And and she was just uh, not having it. Anyways, I, I heard... Was he courting her? Did he show up <laughs> with flowers and, like,
1: a heart, but the heart was irregularly shaped because of the shape of the heart of the child they would have together?
0: Like, <laughs> I think it'd be more like at family functions, he'd just, you know, you you pull her aside and go, you know, if you're down to do stuff, you know, I don't got any problem with it. That, that kind of thing thing. <laughs> saying, roll dice. Hey,
1: I'm just being a nice guy here. And
0: let, you you know, know hey, I'm just letting you know if you <laughs> were, if you're sitting there wanting to fuck me, your cousin, but just but but you know too shy to say something. I'm just gonna break that ice. I don't know why I have a New Jersey accent all of a sudden. I'm, Maybe it's
2: an undercover cop trying to do a reverse sting.
0: Yes, that's called entrapment. Anyways, <laughs> she of course said, "You <laughs> go away." So, anyways. That was that, and I've always known that. A couple Sundays ago, said cousin back there in in Alabama, who she's not talked to since she fucking joined the Army at 18, he subscribed to her OnlyFans. (laughs) Just one sec.
2: Eww!
0: Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm still queasy. Between this and the guy presenting me with a script where he just actively cucks me, I just, just, I don't think I want to live on this planet
1: anymore. <laughs> Ryan, when you have a hot wife, you just got to understand a lot of people are going to want to fuck her. And some of those people are going to be her cousins. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, God. When you wrote out the topic sheet for today and you had one of the bullet points was like Aaron's cousin enjoying her OnlyFans. Just the word enjoying, maybe.
1: Yeah. Just like, ugh. Uh, well, I mean, attention, ladies in the South. If you really need to earn a buck or two, <laughs> check out
0: OnlyFans. Alright, let's call it a week. I'm sorry, I don't have anything. I don't have any way to expound on that. I just I if I have to know this, so does everyone else.
2: <laughs>
0: That's the only reason I brought it up. <laughs> Alright, let's call it a week. I'm Ryan for Dave and Bobby saying see you next week, cruising with the twos. Oh, I may not be perfect, but I don't fuck, kids. Oh, 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 yeah, time Oh, oh, oh that time's passing by Oh, 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 oh motherfucking time is passing by.